0: Uh, another another great question here. Uh, women treatment in the ultra orthodox communities. This is this is. I'm saying this is. If you ever uh, hear the um, when people say that doctors have terrible handwriting, wow. Try reading this. I um, I said that uh, doctors have terrible handwriting. So, uh,
1: and then it was ruined uh, we didn't have computers know, it
0: okay so uh, mistreatment of women um, I, I don't know the question either uh, What I'll respond to the question uh, with the classic uh, Bernie did, did you stop hitting your wife yet uh, uh, there's an assumption baked into the question and that is that uh, what you call them, uh, was it ultra orthodox or orthodox mistreatment of women uh, I don't know what you're referring to specifically I'll
1: give you an example, give an example. okay <laughs> We were in the dead sea. It's 110 Ooh. degrees. The man is swimming wonderfully in the pool and the wife has got covered from head to toe in black sitting on the top.
0: That's... <laughs> that's streaming women. That's can't women. work on her team that way.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. So we know that, that kind of thing.
0: Where, um, okay, so that, I mean, that doesn't it sound as bad. You know, um, so let's talk about kind of what the Torah says about women. Um, or let's kind of give it an insight as to... How, thousands of years ago, um, the attitude and the laws of the Jewish way of life uh, were, um, I think, radically um, different in the extent of, number one, the rights granted to women. The protections granted to women and the responsibilities placed on the men uh, to uh, to fulfill those uh, those rights. Um, the Ksuba, uh, which is the um, the document of mar- marital document agreement, basically uh, that every Jewish family must sign, or and if they lose it, they have to find one right away. They can't be together once they have it. Is a totally one sided document. On one side is the rights of the women. The other side is the responsibilities of the man. Uh, there's no rights for the man, and there's no resp- almost no responsibilities for the woman. Um, the man is uh, tasked with fulfilling his wife's needs, whims, and desires. And the woman, by law, as guaranteed by the contract, uh, can actually come to court and... The court would force the man to fulfill what he is obligated to do. One of these, what are the rights. Number one, uh, the man has to take care of her uh, financially. He has to buy her clothing. It says buy her jewelry. Uh, he has to uh, show emotional support. Uh, he is uh, obligated uh, on matters of intimacy. Like a woman should go to the court and say, uh, "My husband is not is not sleeping with me frequently enough," and they would force him to do so. Just you know that you know that's. This is this is thousands of years ago.
2: And
0: it's never happened in a
2: thousand
1: years. Who says it never <laughs>
0: happened? <laughs> um, I don't know it. about that. Um, no, the, the court could uh, the court would use everything. That's, it's, it's disposable. Oh. And what the court uses, it, it would enforce it. Uh, all these things are enforceable. Uh, the woman could choose whether or not she wants to have, you know, married, married filing jointly, thus to share assets, but the responsibility goes into the onto her husband. Or if she chooses, she could um, she could keep all. Her, she can have her own. She could have her own um, checking account and her own bank account, and then you know, and she'll take care of herself. I mean, she has the options. The husband has no options. Uh, and this is an again and again, like responsibilities were always shifted towards the man, and rights were given to the woman. Um, uh, this uh, the, it extended to many, many areas. Like uh, you know, in 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 the Jewish world, we had a, a woman a woman as a leader, which is unprecedented. Twenty eight hundred years ago, we have uh, we have uh, Devor, uh, um, um You know the uh, you know she was the leader of the people. Uh, we have Abraham being told that his. You know, when, when your wife tells you something, you listen to her. She supersedes him. So we have great uh, uh, women leaders that are held in, you know, in the highest esteem. Uh, the Torah uh, tells us, you know, I think this is also way beyond or, you know, light years ahead of, of the way the general society was uh, about the emotional needs of women. You know, I think today, um, I, you know, you have basically two different opinions you know, where, uh, you know, the feminist opinion where, you know, with where the women um, are no different, you know, that women should be allowed to be firefighters and who cares they can't carry 60 pounds and whatever. Uh, and plus, a, plus, a, you know, you know, that there's there, there's this kind of movement to try to make women no different than men, but also like this, this opposite movement where women are like, you know, the women, women power, whatever, but the Torah tells us kind of in detail what women need emotionally. You know, the Torah clearly is of the belief that women are different um, and thus respond differently and have emotional uh, emotional needs. And the Torah like instructs men how to fulfill the emotional needs of your wife. It tells you what to do. Like, you know, and you look at at you know, the the, the success rates of, of, of marriages in the general world and it's just alarming how, many people and how many marriages just flunk. They just you know, and divorce rates and, and the amount of money spent on alimony and child support and defense and the divorce attorneys. Perhaps we could say is because you know the Torah is telling us what pitfalls will befall someone if they don't know how to Treat their wives, you know, and and how to respect them and how to honor them. And the Talmud says the husband is is tasked to uh, um, to honor her like his like himself, and uh, I'm sorry to to love her like himself and to honor her more than himself. like like this these ideas of treating women putting women on a pedestal. Well, not a pedestal, it sounds bad, but uh, the the uh, Kind of the status and the appreciation that a man has to have for his wife; these are things that are already uh, baked into law and to uh, the Jewish uh, consciousness um, for millennia. So, I think to say that uh, you know Jews who are observant to that way of life are mistreating women, I think it's a bit, it's a big mistake. You know, who do, which women are mistreated? I think you look at what happens to women across across in campuses across America where they get objectified. Uh, and they get uh, raped by the tens of thousands every year across America. That's mistreatment of women. Um, where, where uh, if a husband uh, does not know how to take care of his wife, doesn't know what she needs, doesn't know how to respond to her, um, doesn't give her the basics of what she needs to function. That's mistreatment of women. You know, uh, I I think that the the modesty um, that has been part and parcel of of Jewish womenhood uh, for centuries. I, you know, you think of, yeah, so is it sweaty? Maybe. Is it hot sometimes to, you know, to, to um, you know, to, I, don't, I wouldn't dress fully in black, but, you know, it, it, are there sacrifices that the women traditionally have made to preserve who they are as humans uh, and to not fall in the trap of being objectified as, uh, as, 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 uh, uh, you know as just as sexual objects you know uh for for the you know the, the, the like the torah display. you say things that'll shock you guys, but like you know how uh, the Torah instructs men to um, respond to women uh intimately, you know how the torah reco- like just what the torah said like using the same things the torah says that you know, uh, how to make sure that the man's not the only one that's, uh, that's satisfied. You know, that's what it, it says it, like, and it's, it describes in detail what you're supposed to do, like, you know, uh, and how if someone doesn't do that, you know, he is in, encroaching on his responsibilities. And like we said, the woman theoretically has the rights to demand that. Um, he's not fulfilling his duty, you know. So uh, to say that, um, Women uh, are, are mistreated. I think I, I think that the premise is, is not true. I think I would argue that uh, in no other community in the world are uh, then the community that the Torah envisions uh, are women being treated as well as they are in that community. Um, you know, I think, you know, when, when you have a traditional perspective on life, you know you always run into the problems of like, oh, women should stay in the kitchen, all that nonsense. Um, You know, of course, uh, women across the world have uh, have evolved uh, and they have evolved in every community. And, you know, most women today, uh, they go to school and they have careers and they're professionals and they, you know, they have a whole life outside of their family. And that, you know, that has uh that is a, it's been ex- yeah, well yeah Um uh, well, but that's, that's really across the board
2: <clears throat> some very like and some really restricted
0: um ultra ultra orthodox remember those yeah. those people the men are wearing also these fur hats yeah they're also yeah. sweltering in the heat yeah you know i'm i'm not going to cast judgment on these communities they have a way that they work yeah. they have a they have a rhythm there's a method to the madness yeah um but to say that, I think we can say safely, in any community that follows the Torah, the women are being treated very, very well um, and better than their counterparts uh, where uh, uh, where um, the just if you look at just the divorce rates uh, amongst the different communities, I think the more traditional someone is and the more kind of uh, the more traditional the more uh, of uh, the more of the attitude that they have uh in, in line with what the torah uh the you know the the better off they are uh the women are going to be so yes uh are are some uh, uh we what you call ultra orthodox women uh, are they sweltering in the heat yes okay some ultra orthodox men are as well so what of it
1: <laughs> that was just a simple example. yeah um, of an overall
0: yeah, but but what but well, what overall I,
1: I, you know, maybe some of it's wrong that I've heard about the that the, the Hasidic, uh, primary Hasidic community that the men really mistreat their wives
0: Listen, them. if, uh, if they're if, always outliers though. I, I think if a man beats his wife, uh we don't defend the indefensible, you know? If someone quote unquote checks the box as ultra orthodox and goes and wears a Hasidic hat yeah. and whatnot and he beats his wife. What does that say about him? You know, what if someone's too clever in business? Oh, you see these guys that are too clever in business, or you know, oh, in the mitzvahs, what happens in these mitzvahs? By the way, I don't, I don't think any kids should be going to mitzvahs, but somehow these communities that they adopt, they embrace that. We don't defend the indefensible. If someone does, someone does things that are wrong. I think they should be, you know, they should be called out for it. We don't, you know, there shouldn't be any wholesale acceptance had- of any misdeeds. Now, when it comes to uh, mistreatment of women, someone hits their wife. How can you someone hit their wife? I don't, I don't get it. You know, uh, well, that's so abuse, it's, and that someone it's, should be vilified. But in the
1: Hasidic community, they all take, you know, they they pay off the from what I understand, they, they pay off the politicians so they don't bother them when it comes to crime and stuff. Politicians get their vote in block.
2: Because. There's not enough of a. Is there that enough of a city
0: community? we are we we about, we're oh, about King,
2: New-
1: I remember about
2: New York.
0: Yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, I remember in uh, the year 2000, uh, in um, so Hillary Clinton was running for for Senate. Yeah, she got those
1: guys up in
0: the in, in Curious ah. Joel, yes. So there's ah. this one community, like like thousand Samar Hasidim. Oh. So um, the Rebbe decided that we're all voting for Hillary. They in agreement. There were less than ten votes for Rick uh, for Lazio, whatever his name is. Yeah, Rick Lazio, the other, guy, the other yeah. guy. Less than ten votes out of thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Right. Listen. Up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Listen. If if there is mistreatment, we don't defend it. And I always say, what do you say about the Orthodox Jew who eats pork and kipper, or beats his wife? You know, maybe they're not following with the Torah. outlines. Look what the Torah says. So yes, uh, you know, if you see someone who's a charlatan is raising money, you know, for kids with cancer, and then he uses the money for his yacht trip and to pay for his gambling expenses, you know, are you going to defend that? Of course not. No, but
1: we had, for example, in, in November there was an article, uh, November eleventh, New News magazine, uh, about something that happened in '08 uh, in the Hasidic community in New York. This uh, very high up. The gentleman was abusing his
0: voice This was a big story. I yeah, remember reading yeah, about the story. The, and they the went
1: father of the of one of the kids who actually complained. He ended up being chastised, even though he, I guess it was Schneerson or whoever. Had, Schneerson's been him. dead
0: for twenty years. Okay, and it
1: was the guy after him who said it was all right for him to go to the police. He goes to the police, and then he just his whole life was ruined after that.
0: Listen, um,
1: and they were going to send this guy to Israel, the one who did the deal.
3: So there's hypocrites, but oh, yeah. do we have? Should we? Don't we have naturally higher standards for people to put themselves out as <coughs> as pious? Or Absolutely, and you, what, and you know more
0: what? And you know what? And and it that's why
3: us more as it Jews when we see a Jew who purportedly follows Torah.
0: Listen, one hundred percent. Okay, and that, that doesn't and,
3: reflect the yeah. scripture, and 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 it, and it doesn't
0: also reflect the data because yeah. one such event. Uh, you know how many time, how many kids are raped every day uh, in Houston? Worldwide, yeah. Probably hundreds. Yeah. Probably hundreds of kids are raped a day in Houston. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not a story. You have a guy who allegedly is this really pious guy that makes the news and there's articles and, yeah. and but it makes people think that it's more widespread than it is. Um, no,
1: no, it wasn't necessarily widespread. It's the way
0: they yeah, and the cover them. up. Like, listen, right listen. Now,
3: listen. It's a I, I, any me, any Jew. It, whether it's Michael Milken or Ivan Boski yeah. or, yeah, or Bernie sure. Madoff, oh, that yeah, happens all the time. That's not... But we're responsible do. for that. Don't Don't Jews are responsible but, for everything to do. I think, <laughs> I think we... Uh, maybe exaggerate is not the word, but it besmirches our religion. And so yes. those kinds of folks who are acting clearly outside well. the bounds... It's a lot more bothersome
0: to. It's to very, bother. it's very bothersome, it's and if there's a cover-up,
3: like, yeah, there's. You know, of course, safe, there's, uh, there's, there's really priests that do bad things, and I hate what we need to he, I remember right, Bugsy Siegel, Bugsy Siegel. David, Siegel
2: yeah, in the sense, okay, I'll give you the example, Jonathan Pollard. You know, the guy in prison, maybe intelligence. Okay, there's a movement in Israel and even in this country to, to get him released. Yeah, and I personally think that he shouldn't be released. I think that three
0: presidents—Reagan, Clinton, and four uh, presidents, uh, four presidents—Bush and Obama
2: have both parties wait have found
0: five presidents,
2: five presidents.
0: Reagan, two Bushes, Clinton, and Obama.
2: Excuse me. Yes, my math is off. I don't think he should be released because. Get out. All the presidents have made a decision of both parties, apparently, that he is more of a threat than, than other people think he is to, to disclosing
0: more. Well, of I, a, I think um, that the, the argument and, with Pollard is going to be that it was unfair punishment because people people of comparable crimes. That's the argument. I, I'm not taking a stance of the issue. Uh, I don't know.
2: I just think we do ourselves a disservice when we, diss- when we defend one of our own that's scum.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And I, I also think you know um, this hammers home our point. You know, I had a student of mine who said, "Listen, uh, his his mother was sick, and there's one guy who came and and and, and allegedly as some sort of healer of sorts, and he was going to teaching her Kabbalah, giving her amulets, and said this was gonna this was gonna this was gonna heal her, charlatan. Uh, and this guy's scarred for life because he thinks that you know people that uh, come under the guise of, of teaching Judaism are a bunch of frauds. I told him, I said, my response to him is specifically that. If someone does not observe the Torah, look how dangerous you could be. If someone I mean, The fact that someone is a charlatan, that and causes pain, that's proof and that's evidence how dangerous we could be as humans without Torah to guide us and to give us moral direction. Yes. So, what about well, what if the guy is a, from you know this is a really righteous, but he's not really righteous? If someone's raping little boys. He's not really righteous, yeah. and that shows that the pain that can ensue from such a behavior ever more so proves how we have to have morality in our lives and the importance of of of, of Torah as a guiding compass for what we do, and how we behave. And how, you know, what happens to someone who doesn't have any moral code? How dangerous is that for society?
3: Also, you know, to the extent to which the bothersome is even more increased, in my mind, where the crimes by a Jew further uh, confirms anti-Semitism, whether it's Andy Fastow at Enron or Bernie Madoff. It's, It's not just the Torah. It also helps feed... Oh, yeah. oh, look at the yeah. Jews with the money. They rip off everyone. They're clever people. Look at And so that is the other issue here. And yeah. I think a Christian stealing money from people doesn't, yeah, you but know. The irony but for off. us, those kinds of crimes are really particularly disturbing because <laughs> if you're predisposed to anti-Semitism, it just helps
2: feed
0: Reinforce that. Reinforcing, yeah.
2: but, but you know something, the irony on Madoff is all of his victims were <laughs> you know, that's. see, so kind of University
0: and, uh, and Fred Wilpon. Yeah, you would
2: think some Nazis would be supportive
1: yeah. of him.
0: For- yeah, Illie Wiesel was one of them. 12 o'clock. <laughs> we still have a few more questions unanswered. Oh, yeah. We need to have part two of this. Part two, let's do it. Oh, yeah.
1: We can, we can go on for